Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Topic. Steve, shut up. It's not your turn to talk. <laughs> episode 243. I'm joined by one lovely gentleman and one light, slightly less lovely gentleman because he interrupted me <laughs> during the introduction. I've got Alex Roig from Oklahoma and I've got Steve from a very dark place in Seattle, Washington. His baby, up, bro. His baby is asleep and he is, he is on his phone, his microphone is his phone today so if it sounds like he's talking through the radio he's he kind of is but he's here I feel like that just means i feel like that just means i'm more famous if yes. i'm on the radio and steve are you happy to, are you are you happy or sad to see all of us today oh you know i'm so happy to be here man. so happy to be here Good to <laughs> so hear. happy to be here well guys we we uh it feels like media day for the start of the season is happening all over again because it kind of is we we've basically just restarted the september october feeling and we're just doing media availability for all the players and all the coaches uh we started off with shay gilgis alexander and billy d himself uh, a couple days ago we had steven adams this uh today actually so we are it's very fresh in all of our minds um I didn't realize the full media interview was available until Steve tweeted about it about 13 minutes ago, but I saw that it was there <laughs> and uh, we'll be watching after, but I did read uh, enough tweets to kind of get the idea of what's happening. Um, but let's, let's start with the little earliest stuff. Uh, Shay and Billy D did separate interviews, but on the same phone call, Billy D as seems to be the case for every media interview since 2019 had a question about Andre Roberson and he said <laughs> that that gentleman is ready to go he has not played five on five yet uh but he will if they practice and he will be traveling with right. the team to Orlando so mm -hmm. some promise but again words are words we've heard this countless times I am I'm the pessimistic person in the room. I don't think this means anything. I still think he's going to be absent from the team. But playing five on five, that's something. Well, can I just start by saying, Matt, have you been doing curls? Do my arms look so good at this angle? It's awesome. Yeah, no, you, the, answer you, you no. the answer is no. The answer is no, I well, haven't. It's moving, right? 
it's you've been move, lifting things by moving so it's just like yeah i moved fullness. i yeah. moved i got swole by yes. moving boxes um, there you go. i also i also think it's the shirt so i have a black shirt on and i think it just makes my makes me look swole swole though but maybe i should wear more black shirts from now on it's not great for the it summer heat. It was a heat index is, of 110 in Oklahoma today. Is that a turkey logo on the shirt, though? What is it? No, it's this is a shirt. It's called Unbreakable. It was a shirt uh, where all proceeds went to the New Zealand uh, shooting victims from that uh, tragedy. I don't even know. I can't even remember that at this point. It was like a year ago, maybe, that happened. Uh, the New Zealand church shooting. Yeah, that um, crescent moon with the star is absolutely... Uh, turkey's flag, though. So. No, it's New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, no, it's. Uh... Why would they okay. put it on there? Why is this my first time thinking about uh, hearing about a mass shooting in New Zealand? You didn't hear about that? No, that was like. Oh yeah, Christ Christchurch. The Christchurch yeah. in New Zealand, they had a mass shooting. And, and then they probably uh, banned all guns like Australia. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then PewDiePie, the YouTuber, got a lot of criticism because the shooter, like, mentioned his name before he started. I, and, I, don't, I don't want his name to mention on this podcast. Let's, let's roll on. Steve, you're going to have to repeat everything you said because you, you were breaking up faster than my ex-girlfriend in high school. <laughs> That quick, huh? That quick. <laughs> I think we lost Steve. Uh, we lost him. So, so, so we'll turn. Ooh, now I sound like a robot. Steve, you're back. Can you hear us? I can hear you. All right. I said, let's move on. <laughs> I think that, like, I think I think PewDiePie. PewDiePie. He's like Chewbacca. Is, he's yeah. I think he's interfering with the stream because every time you start talking, it goes away. Are you there now? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, it's super, it's super can, delayed. Can That's me? okay. Yes. Can you hear yeah. me now? Yeah, we can hear you. We're just going to leave all this in because it's super. I forgot to mention, we're doing a late night podcast, by the way. It's, it's currently thunder after dark. After dark is yeah. 1230 in the morning. So I'm just going to preface by saying I'm doing yeah. very little editing on this podcast. So everything you hear in this oh, wait, podcast still- is live. Are you still Central Time? Yeah, I'm Central Time. I moved from Eastern to Central. Central. We also lost Steve again. He's looking very longingly into my eyes, which <laughs> is a little weird. So, Alex, let's let's let's, let's, yeah, let's keep on good. track. I guess Dylan's now the outlier all the way over there. He this is a disaster. This is a disaster in the works. All right, Alex, what, what were your takes upon the Shay and Billy D interview? Did you get to watch the whole thing? Did you watch the, uh, the highlights? But either way, what, I mean, what were your thoughts about it? I, I read the highlights. You read the highlights. I did too. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it just it sounds like, number one, these, number one, these guys want to get back to, to playing basketball big they time. They sure do. Um, you know, Shay basically said that he's a hooper, so you can tell that he's been hanging with Chris Paul, because oh, yes. Chris Paul is hoop. always a hooper. He wants to hoop. He wants to hoop. And uh, good thing coming out of, you know, coming out of this little media thing is that Shea wears a mask when he goes out in public. So I heard he that from is, about five sources individually. He is, 
he's doing his part to not spread the corona around. So, Listen, if you, you know, don't good wear, for him. you don't wear a mask and you support Shay, you actually don't support Shay. So exactly, let's start exactly. wearing those. And so I mean, so I mean, it was it was general stuff. I mean, it wasn't anything groundbreaking. Um, of course, you know, like you were talking about before, Steve-O got cut in and out. Um, you know, the whole Andre Robertson thing is just is just it's been two and a half years, literally two and a half years since he last since he last played. Um, we can get him on the court. I just I just wonder how effective he's going to be. Right. Uh, Steve, we can see we can see you waving. Can you hear us? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's up with I can I have never not been able to hear you. I don't know what's up with my internet. I'm very okay. close to the router. Okay. Um, I, I was I was nodding yeah, I, very I also, aggressively. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice. I can see Alex giving me a thumbs up. I mean, do you want me to give you a thumbs down now? Because we're giving you a thumbs, thumbs down now because your internet's really bad now. It's literally, literally every time Steve starts talking, thumbs it goes down. bad again. Thumbs. Steve, what were your thoughts about Shay and the Billy D interview? Well, I'll be honest, I didn't watch the Billy D interview because that's not fun for anybody. Um, He's just saying nothing in as many words as possible, and that's fine. Uh, the main takeaway, I think, was an article by a friend of the pod, Brady Trantham, mm-hmm. who pointed out that Billy Donovan said that Andre Robertson is ready to try 505. And I think even at the point where Andre Robertson had said in the preseason, I'm a whole go, I don't think he had even played 505 at that point. You know, so. Progress. It's more yeah. than nothing. Like I don't know if he'll play or not. But the fact that he's ready to do five on five, like that's the like where he's coming into camp and we've seen the articles before saying that he had he had joined rejoined the team and then he, his expectation was to play a few games at the end of the G League season and then hook back up with the team for the playoffs, which we're well past that point by now. I actually have some hope, more more than I have in the last like year and a half, that he's actually going to come back and play some ball. Hoop, sorry, he's going to hoop. He's going to hoop. He's going to be a hooper. Yeah, yeah, I. So I've been looking at this through the lens of what is the situation for him to start the 2020-2021 season. I and I think, like what you've been saying, that's the fact that he is starting five on five possibly in Orlando is good news for the fact that he'll be starting next season. But I think it's a little, it would be very, very crazy to take. And I've, I've talked about this probably like 500 times already. Cause we always talk about this and then he always regresses and et cetera, et cetera. But I think at this point in the season, you've been gelling like this team you are. You just came off a win in Boston before um, this all happened, and that was like a great game. Everyone worked really well. Shea wasn't even there for the game, so it was a really good outcome. Of course, you do have three or four months of break, but 
you got to assume that team chemistry is there somewhat. And then you're going to say, all right, let's just throw on this other guy who hasn't played in two years and just assume that everything is fine and that his input won't cause any negative detriments to the team chemistry, the way the offense moves, et cetera. So I think it's sort of, I think my, my prediction is that all of this stuff happening with Andre is with the mindset that he, we, they want him to be ready for the next season. I don't think it makes a lot of sense to put him in now. Even though everyone's excited about it, it just seems a little hasty. Well, well sure. And, and that makes sense. But really my only hope for him is that he replaces like Hami or Nader. So, yeah. like how much can that really affect chemistry? I mean, those minutes have been replaced by different people all season basically see like I, I don't i don't really look at it as a negative because i mean if if we so let's say the season plays out if if andre robertson doesn't come back there is a possibility. i know they were talking about him playing in the g league and then maybe coming back later but there mm-hmm. is a possibility that um for financial reasons maybe he gets cut you know maybe they say hey you right. know take this amount um, and we'll cut you and you can go do, you know, whatever you need to do as far as rehabbing, as far as things like that. And that takes off the financial burden that we have. And so we would have had. It doesn't. Yeah. Okay. It's so, the same. Like we still have to pay him his whole contract. No, no. Okay. My bad. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that we would have cut him. I'm saying that we would have found a loophole, a medical loophole. Um, if he wouldn't have been able to play, mm. um, insurance where we can go ahead and cut him and it doesn't count against our cap there are instances and things like that that's happened before um but if, regardless if, of that, that's assuming the only way that could work is if he does not ever play basketball again yeah it's it's the it's the uh, chris bosch thing you know where miami right. he basically held miami hostage for two or three years because he kept on saying that he was going to come back with another team or trade me or whatever right or uh, or like mozgov with the 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 magic they got to release some of his salary even retroactively but it's because he never gets to play basketball yeah if he does exactly cancels out yeah which which i mean it, it was looking that way for andre robertson here you know at, at, sure. at the beginning yeah. of this season but what I'm, what, I'm tra- what I'm trying to say with that is maybe we would we would have opened up a roster spot and we would have gotten one of these you know cut before march 1st guys that typically comes up and we sign them and they never play but, yeah. you know, you, sometimes you get a Karan Butler and sometimes you get a Randy Foy, you know, and sometimes and frankly, I'd, be happy, I'd be happy signing like Alonzo Trier for future years, even though he can't play in the playoffs. Why like, the hell did the Knicks game. cut that guy? You know, Knicks, no Knicks gone Nick. That was so I no stupid. I, I tweeted about this, but I was like, the Knicks somehow looked at their 15-man roster and they were like, you know what? We just have no room for Alonzo Trier. And that statement out loud is so stupid. Nick, fine, Nick. We thought you had great new executives and whatnot. He he wasn't a power forward. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Wait, we have have 15 power forwards. We can't do this. We got no no time for a shooting guard. Yeah, we don't have time for a very promising uh, athletic guard in our roster. Get him out of here. We're going to take... Julius Randall, please. 
So, so my thing back to Robertson was he's basically coming in like one of those end of season signee guys that come in sometimes they make an impact, sometimes they don't. So I don't see it as a negative. I see it just as us getting an extra player and we, we get to see what he can do, you know, in spot minutes. Sometimes, you know, yeah. maybe he gets spot minutes. Sometimes, you know, maybe right. he gets longer time because he's earned it. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think he becomes a, a huge part of the rotation. Right. Yeah. I, like I said, I just, I just, I'd be thrilled if he could pick up those, whatever they are, ninth, tenth man off the bench kind of minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's like a, it's like a free agent pickup. It's like a replacement player that we would get for yeah. money we're already paying. So yeah, exactly. By the way, shout out to um, Thunder legend Corey Brewer. He will be playing with the Kings. Uh, Which is a weird choice, right? I feel like he could have gone to a team that's going to play more than eight games. Yeah. But I think he had he has history with, with the Kings. Like, he was with them last year, and I think he yeah. had a, a good experience with them. So, Also with the Sixers and the Rockets and, like, half and the other half teams the, of the yeah, NBA. Yeah, most of the NBA at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I so I it was we funny. We can use it, frankly. No, we can't. It's fine. I mean, just uh, for like defending big wings, like at least his arms are long. I don't know. I think I'm okay without Corey Brewer. Um, yeah, he he was doing some interviews, and it was very clear that he was only doing the interviews because he wanted to like get his name out a little bit more for the NBA because he was really bad. Like he's he just did not sound <laughs> like he wanted to be there. And so somehow he made it on the Kings and uh, I'm only here. So I won't get fined. Yep, exactly. Uh, So speaking of the Kings and many others, uh, Woj announced today that there's a loser bubble. All right. No, the Kings are in, aren't they? Yeah, Yeah, they're in. Yeah. So I'm going to transition anyway, because that's how I did it. Uh, The loser bubble. They're on, they're on the bubble bubble. They're on the bubble bubble. But then the, 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 the the loser. The loser bubble will be in Chicago and will feature the other eight teams that were not invited to the prom. They're going Duh, to bubble. They're going to go to the, um, I don't know. What do you do if you're not invited to the prom? You just stay home, play, play video, video games. games. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That sounds yeah, actually but you cool. Also, but you also make fun of the, the um, people prom. who go to the bubble, mm-hmm. who go to the yeah. prom. You know, you're yeah, like, Ugh. those guys. Look are at these They're guys. So brains, brainwashed. They think that's cool. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so basic. They're probably all gonna get coronavirus. Those losers. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so here, so is, so I, I haven't seen too much on it. I don't think there's too much on it yet. But no. is, is there, is there literally like a, like a bubble place? For this. Yes. We don't have, yeah, like, a literal bubble. Like you said, we don't have much. It's a literal <laughs> bubble. It's a literal bubble. Yeah, it's a literal bubble. Oh, like you said, we don't have much. It's just Jackie Mack reported this, and they mm. said they have like a bubble in place. But then I, there's some pushback from players and coaches, which are like pretty legit. The I would bubble's say. too strict. Well, yeah, it's like the bubble's too strict for us. Like we just want to do training camp in our hometown, and we're just not playing for as much of them. So. Like, whatever. The only solution to me is, A, pay those players extra money because all those players were already supposed to get their full salary. 
right. for not attending the Orlando bubble. B, make them play for draft positioning. Play for Ooh, lottery picks. That's a good the only idea. Way. But, but, yeah, but the players aren't necessarily going to do it because they're like... They don't care, yeah. They, they don't care, but A, they don't care, but B, they're like, well, there's a pretty good chance that kid comes in and takes my job. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's true. like it's so, yeah, exactly. So they, they get yeah. So you have to pay them to compensate for that. Yeah. Yeah, but then but but then the question becomes but are you gonna pay that's the only way anybody is gonna watch it. Steve's Steve's going through another phase where he can't hear us, so he just starts talking. <laughs> what were you saying, Alex? What I was gonna say is um as far as compensation like it doesn't make sense because I doubt people are going to be watching this. And so, as far as like revenue and ads and things like that, you know, you're you're not going to find an audience for them other than maybe diehard Knicks yeah. fans, diehard, not you know, not that, but like diehard basketball fans. But I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you, it would be funny is going to that loser bubble and like seeing like Golden State dominate because basically all their guys are back. Yeah, imagine imagine if like Steph and Clay are hundred percent again and they just like roll everybody over. That'll be so funny. Yeah. Well they're they're probably gonna get or like they have really good odds of getting the number one pick anyway, so that's not huge. And also specifically in that Jackie Mack article, she called out that Steph and Clay are unlikely to play anyways. Mm. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure they aren't. Yeah. It's gonna be the Eric Pascal show. Oh yeah. The best, the best. That's the only player I can name. Uh, I actually, so teaser, I'm ranking the top 371 NBA players this season in the bubble. No, in the entire season. I don't know if you guys saw the homage to the the porn guy. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't want to say that because there might be kids, but it's a reference to something you may have seen. They know Uh, the word porn. Steve. I'm not going like, to give them a URL. Steve. You, the children. Okay, so I, I'm a little bit lost. What does that mean? There was a guy who ranked. He, he, ranked. he provided a 370 porn star rating. Yeah, oh, he ranked, he ranked that many porn stars. And I just thought it was so funny. And so now I'm going through and ranking three the top 371 which happens to be all of the nba players that have played uh at least 20 games at 10 minutes per game so i got really lucky with that number oh wow and so so i happen to know the reason i say that is because i happen to now know like basically all of the golden state warriors because i went through and did that today <laughs> so like there's like jordan Poole and uh raymond green <gasps> And, Who is that? By the way, did you know Draymond Green averaged eight points a game this season? Oh my gosh. That's so stupid. And he's a max player. People are comparing this freaking idiot to Prime Barkley, and he had eight points a game. Mm. Anyway, I, I saw. I, by the I way, I, I propose that we call the loser bubble the Bumble. The Bumble. Um, and <laughs> one of. Friends of my timeline, Michael Clampett, who changes his actual name like all the time, like Wham Bam, thank you, Clam. A good one. Um, other, there's, there's a lot of good. He changes it fairly regularly, like. but he tagged he tagged Fred Katz under it, and Fred Clap Fred Katz recommended the Rubble, 
which I appreciate, but I do feel like Bumble is funnier because a B is just a funny noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And then we can. All due respect to Fred Cass, I consider my my dad joke rap name Freddie Kittens because I'm just following in his footsteps. <laughs> but Kittens uh, with a K and a Z, of course. It's also good to call it the Bumble because then, like, you know how we hear the phrase bubble trouble with uh, mm. the actual bubble, we can now start calling it the Bumble Trumble, which has a nice little ring to it. And I like to, I just like to say Bumble Trumble. Mm-hmm. I think and then, speaking of Bumble Trumble, um, one of my, some of my favorite moments from uh, Stephen Adams's media availability were, oh, yeah, we should probably Matt, talk about whereby that. Matt Tumbles, Bumble Trumble Tumble. So. Tumble, Tumbleson, yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve, tumble. Stephen Adams, uh, as reported by friend of the pod, Brady Trantham, has been boxing mm-hmm. out cows in Australia. So. Better than the, the last thing he did to cows. Mm-hmm. Eat them. <laughs> no, inseminate. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, yeah. no. I actually posted this also under one of Fred Katz's posts where he mentioned it. Um, but it's it was posted by uh, Brett Dawson originally when the Thunder players visited the zoo. Stephen Adams was on tape talking about how he was working on farms in New Zealand the previous summer and inseminating cows. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. The best part was he kept like glancing at whichever PR person was there and being like, is, is it okay that I talk about this? What? <laughs> and Fred Katz asked him if it's art or um, science, and he said, it, it's more art. Like, um, what? there are tricks to it. And, but, you know, it's not that much different than humans. <laughs> okay, I... Just so we're on the same page, inseminate <laughs> means to make someone pregnant yeah yes, correct they, they do it with um apparatus okay <laughs> but the way you say it makes it sound like stephen adams is himself impregnating cows he is, he, he with, is. With, with, no without his own materials <laughs> what it sounds like is stephen like adams a maester. <laughs> god dang it <laughs> Uh, and that 371. That 371st porn it's star. Like a very, just, very large syringe. <laughs> you stick it in the udder? No. It's an art. It's an art. So if it's an, if it's an, but you like. Said it's an art. I, I don't you even have to, know. You have to, to woo say. them. Wait, 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 no, wait, no. You have to woo them. Do you have? Do you have to? Does he go? Does he get a trombone and do like the whole slide thing where all the cows come to it? Oh no, no! It's like a bass. It's a bass violin. Those videos where uh, trombone. Yeah. Somebody. Well, the cows do what to it? You're delayed again, but it's it's entertaining. Topic Thunder After Dark has fallen off. Topic Thunder. Topic Thunder After Dark is just a a very orderly. Steve is laughing his pants off. <laughs> I I I think Steve woos him with a trombone and he like tries to do I'm, the moo sound. 
I moo them with a tromboner. Moons mm. them. Yeah. Anyway, Steve's doing things to cows, and we are um, uh, just here talking about basketball. And that's about that. I, I don't know. Did you guys have anything else on the, the media interviews to, the last couple of days? Well, I, I guess just like firstly, like, I think it's really cool how thoughtful of interviews Stephen Adams and Shay Gildas Alexander are. You know, like when you watch those videos, you just see like they, somebody asks them a question and they actually like take a moment to take it in. Mm-hmm. And then they say like, that's a good question or that's a hard question or something like that. And then they think about it for a minute and then they like actually give a thoughtful answer. Not, not just like a, and, no comment. you know, right. Or, <laughs> right. Or like, you know, they, they do tend like Shay does tend toward the, like, you know, the boilerplate, um, expected response from NBA players because it like takes a little bit to mature enough to actually like avoid the cliches and things like that. And frankly, the Thunder probably wants them to spit out a lot of cliches and Steven Adams just refuses. But they do like take a moment to actually like consider the question. They like know the reporters' names. They talk to them honestly and like with fully thought out answers. And I think that's really cool that we have players who do that because not every team gets that luxury right and i mean and so like steven adams has always been that way of course um but i I think i think shay kind of coming up under chris paul Mm -hmm. you see you see those types of not not just the play on the court because they're two different players so it's not really much too much that chris paul can show shay because they're two different players two different body types things like that but as far as off the court and how you handle an interview, how you handle, you know, different things off the court, that's what I love seeing about this team and about the leadership that Chris Paul's had. Chris Paul has Absolutely. because because yeah. this 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 is the stuff that that makes leaders, not just basketball mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about the the president of the NBA PA, like widely respected and voted mm-hmm. to that position by all the players. Uh, yeah, can't hurt to learn leadership from the actual leader of the players. Yeah. And, you, and then you have Vice President Kyrie Irving. Yes. Just, just sitting there, Vice President. But yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you guys said. That it's We, we are very fortunate um, to have that luxury. And part of that comes with the small market. Um, you know, I just don't think that's something you see in a... a, a it's not something that can really be organically uh, grown in like a New York or a Chicago. Uh, there's too many, too many reporters. Yeah. There's just too many reporters. There's too much going on and it, it, it's just impossible to create that dynamic. But fortunately we don't live in those areas and we get to see stuff like this. Um, I have a, I have two other things from the Stephen Adams availability. You can only say one. <laughs> Oh no! Would you like to say one? Can I have? Can I have two? <laughs> mm, <laughs> I guess they're 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 pretty quick. First off, uh, 
Barry Trammell came in for, I think, his only question from Steven Adams' availability, although I didn't see, like, the last three minutes of 25 or something. Um, but he came in and was, like, yelling in his Barry Trammell voice. He's like, hey, Steve, we got a quick question for you. <laughs> My initial reaction was, whoa, he's really yelling at him. And then Steve, Steve laughed. Initial reaction. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> He didn't say anything about it, but just like the way Trammell entered the conversation <laughs> made Adam lose it. He was just like, whoa, dude. It's like it's like when your your grandpa forgets to put his hearing aids in. And he just starts having a conversation with you, and he's talking way too loud. <laughs> yes, yes. Adam was just cracking up. It was it was great. <laughs> uh, the, the second thing is, and I I, got, I kept getting like tripped out by this because they were using Zoom, which is what we're using right now. Yes. And every time Matt Tumbleson would start talking, the little MT logo would pop up, That's and me. I thought it was you, Matt Tierney. It's like, what? Matt, what? Uh, did he get access? But. <laughs> Oh, I should start doing right. that. Oh, I should have done that. <laughs> like, take a screenshot and be like, I had the chance to interview Stephen Adams today. Yes. Yeah. Great. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but the coolest thing to me was um, Nick Gallo, right? Multiple times, friend, of the, friend of the pod. Yes. Yes. Great guy. Excellent journalist. From North Carolina. <laughs> Matt Tumbleson kept calling him Sparky Gallo. A couple times even, he even called him. A oh, couple okay. times he even called him Sparks, Sparky Gallo. What is that? This is a thing. I don't know. It's a nickname, it's a, apparently. It's you gotta a have thing. him on to We have to have him on. Yeah, to exactly. We have to have him return to the pod so we Nick can ask Gallo, him. Please, please respond to these allegations. Allegations. Yeah. The return of Sparky. Yes. That'll be our first question. Hard hitting press right here at Topic Thunder. Um, it, just, it just shocked me, and I was like, "Was did I mishear that?" I went back and listened to it again, and then he said it like four or five times. Like every time he asked a question, he called Sparky or Sparks. Yeah, it's not inappropriate. I, I appreciate it. Seems like a Sparky. Yeah, it's a good name. That's Maybe a, he smokes weed. Yeah. That has to be it. He's sparking. He's smoking weed. Smoking the dupe. Uh, up, smoking the loud, as we've said on the podcast before, because that's culturally relevant. Speaking of culture, it is time. Oh, by the way, so so I'm I this new new segment alert. I'm starting to do segments. That is the new segment. That's the segment alert. I'm starting to do segments. We're doing a new segment. We're having segments on the pod because that's what all podcasts do, and I want to, and I want to add some. I feel, I feel like music need, cues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, like I don't, I don't know. Uh, I was hoping, I was hoping someone would have music. like a bullhorn or something to <laughs> fire off. But maybe I'll add it post production. I probably won't because it's super late. All right, do that again, Steve. There, there, there are whales. There are literal whales coming up. Coming in from the Pacific Ocean now because you did that. It was supposed to be like a. It was supposed to be like a tornado siren. I I, I picked up where <laughs> you were laying down. It was more peaceful. Mm-hmm. It was Steve a peaceful speaks, siren. Steve speaks whale. 
There's a peaceful tornado siren. For those of you who don't want to be alarmed that there's a tornado, but should be alarmed because there's a tornado. So the new segment is going to be Shay or Nay. And this is a play on hot seat, cool throne type segments. If you've ever been to see, been to a podcast that does one of these, Shay, the Shays are going to be the good things that have been happening in the world this week. The nays are going to be the bad things that have happened in the world this week. And we've all got our own shays or nays. I'm going to start with Steve. Steve, do you want to give your shays and nays Damn. first? Sorry. Put them on the spot. No, nah, don't yeah. worry. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I guess I will go with NBA shay or nay. Um, I feel like there's a lot of Shay going on with this Orlando bubble idea. Mm. You know, like I, if there was a point recently, and frankly still, where the number of increasing um, COVID-19 cases in Florida, specifically in the bubble region, was really starting to give me pause, and I was getting worried, like that this might fail. Mm-hmm. Um. But, you know, recently, like, I guess it's probably just hearing all the NBA players speak on it, and they all seem pretty positive. And I've seen a couple of articles from, like... Wait, positive? Uh, not... Well, not HIV positive. Got it. Um, yeah. That's a South Park reference. I don't think oh, you've seen okay. much South Park. <laughs> I'm not just sure. I'm HIV positive. <laughs> That's Cartman. Um, <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, just like the NBA NBA players talking about it, it seemed really um, optimistic. How's that? It's a better word. It's a better word. (laughs) So, like, you know, I I feel like they're closest to the situation. They they know several details, at least, that we aren't privy to. And I just think the general optimism around it from reporters, from players, from coaches, from Adam Silver, even it has encouraged me, so I think that's trending up, regardless of the uh, positive tests in that region. Also mm-hmm. trending up at the same mm-hmm. time. I'm feeling better than I was a week ago. So. Yes, mm-hmm. there's that. I could be wrong. And I mean, really big Shay, you know, and kind of piggybacking off of what you said is that nobody from the Thunder, whether players or staff, turned out to be positive on the Rona test. Zero. Yes, yes. We are the healthiest team in the league. But here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing, though. Would you almost rather some of them have it now than us make it to the playoffs and get the second round and then Shay and Chris Paul go down? Alex, you are are exactly referencing my my – uh, idea from a few, maybe one or two podcasts ago. Everybody on the Thunder should get coronavirus now, develop the antibodies, and then by the time they make the playoffs, they'll be immune to everything. Well, can I just A, maybe the reason they're all healthy is just because so many of them left the country. <laughs> we, we're it's not also good at possible. This. We're not good at this. But B, <laughs> you're suggesting like a chicken pox party? Right. Yeah. Like they, they all just go find a. They're finding. They go find like a coronavirus positive person and just they yes. all make out with them. 
Well, my suggestion just, was just, just to make sure. The two ideas a, I had were two. Uh, the two yeah. ideas I had were one, like a toilet seat, like that one Top guy. Of my mouth. And then the second idea was to go full, full buddy the elf, full buddy the elf, uh, and pick some gum off the underside of a railing. <laughs> and then, and they then could hope just get somebody to kiss the top of their mouth. Well, you not don't great, know if they have. You know, than, oh my god! What if they don't have COVID? Then that's just a waste. No, you of get money. a, you get a, you go to a hospital, you find a positive person, and you say, "Lick my tongue." Oh wow! Hmm. Let's let that marinate for a little it. bit. You're gonna get it like that. But yeah. I, I just see um, we don't actually know scientifically yet if getting it and passing it immunizes you. Yeah, yeah that was that was the rebuttal last time, and yeah. I definitely get that. But that's just my hypothesis of the way. But maybe it does. <laughs> and the other thing I was going to say is is like think like if I, I'm repeating last week's pod, but I just want to reiterate: if you're a gambler, go like pick the team that is so, in so contention already had, that already so has already had Yes, people look that up. Yes, that like the right. other people's times. Yes. yes. So. Good policy. Um, my Shay of the week is NBA 2K21 uh, because they released their next-gen cover. Uh, maybe it was next-gen, maybe it was a different name, but uh, there was the one with Kobe Bryant on it, and it looked great. Old-gen. Old-gen, maybe. Gen. Yeah. And I, I really liked it. They they put Damian boomer, Lillard on the, the boomer boomer cover. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it's called. But they put Damian Lillard on the regular one, and that was a little bit like, ah, I don't get this, but okay. But then they had the Kobe one and it looked sweet. I was like, all right. Uh, all so, is there a difference between the games that come with these covers, or is it just the covers? I think it's just the covers. That's my understanding. It's the same game. It's just like whichever one you want to to choose. You just get that Damn. one. Yeah. But anyway, I like the Kobe one. So that's my Shay of the Week. Um, my, I'll just go ahead and do my Nay of the Week. And my Nay of the Week is ESPN because uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they, they had some uh, graphic designer. I'm going to find his at because most of the designs were actually really good. His oh, the, is, D- the Disney ones? Mm-hmm. So his at is P-Care. That's K-A-I-R Designs. And he did Disney renditions of all the logos. And they're all really great, except, except for the Thunder's logo. Because this guy, this guy literally just put the Thunder logo and then a picture of Goofy in front of it. And was like, look, it's the Disney rendition. And then you see the other ones. That's like the Milwaukee Bucks. It's like Bambi in the logo. And then you see like the Raptors. They've got the T-Rex from... Toy Story. It's like these really clever renditions of Disney logos, and then the OKC one is so bad. And I'm like, it's goofy. Bailed it in. That's an insult. I mean, it's it's like Disney literally owns Marvel. Marvel. You could put Thor in. God of Thunder. You could put Thor in. Literally, like you you didn't have to put Thor. You could have just put the hammer. You know, yeah, Molinar or whatever it's called. Or even the, the car from Cars is Lightning McQueen. Yeah, Lightning McQueen. There you go. Goofy? Goofy? What does yeah, Goofy they, have to do with Oklahoma City or the Thunder? They, they mailed it and in. So all I could come up with is his pants are blue and his shirt 
I think it's technically red, but his kind of looks like Dude, orange. like every every Disney <laughs> character's <laughs> pants are blue. Every Disney Gar- pants. Gars. <laughs> it was so dumb, and I hated it, and I had to tweet about it. And uh, it was yeah. lame as yuck. Also, the the Miami Heat were the Little Mermaid, and I didn't really get what? that one. Because ocean? I guess. That was my only understanding, because <laughs> they're by the ocean. But, like, it was the, it was the Little Mermaid. So that was yeah. I guess I, I guess maybe Lakers, but I actually don't know if mermaids can do fresh water. The Lakers was just the Mickey Mouse logo behind it, which is kind of a cop out as well. But it's Where's at least better than ours. No, Orlando's was the hat. It was the um. The, the uh, that Fantasia. Makes, the it was like Fantasia yeah, the wizard. Hat. It was the wizard. Yeah, yeah the Fantasia hat. Yeah, that makes. Sense. Yeah, but honestly, like, come on, you couldn't have at least like put a more like. If you're going to mail it in and just put a layer of like a Disney character picture over the just completely unadapted Thunder logo, at least do something related to electricity in some way, shape, or form. Because we are yeah. the Thunder after all. So that was my name of the week. Pretty lame. I'm offended. Before. I'm offended as well. <laughs> all right, let's start. We'll go to Alex's time. Alex, what is your nay of the week? <laughs> my nay of the week. I know we have to do both. Yes. So... So my nay is uh, so I'm gonna get a little bit cultural on you guys, a little bit, you know. Oh, wow. L- looking at what's happening in the world today. Oh, wow. And my nay is that you know there's a lot positive going on as far as race relations and as far as advancements and things like that. But whenever this first started, what people really wanted was a little bit of more accountability for the police. Right. That's all. And that's all. That's, that's all we were that, after. That, that's all they were, we were after. But now it's like, you know, they're gonna put you know Black Lives Matter on the court, and and that's great. Don't get me wrong. That is that yeah. is great. It's pretty cool. But the the end result of that is just gonna be, hey, they did this for us, great, and then we move on because people have already started to kind of move on, and like the the initial the initial rush as far as what people wanted was a little bit more police accountability. Mm. And it just kind of, you know, just kind of like sours me a little bit that we're doing all this, you know, the Redskins are a lot of their sponsors are kind of fighting back against them for the Redskin name, wanting them to change the name. That's all good. And that's all great. It seems like a lot of other, other agendas are being lumped into this and we're forgetting, you know, they're forgetting what the initial agenda was. Right. Yeah, totally agree, and and that's that's great. Like you said, the Black Lives Matter on the court, that's great. Um, you know, apparently they're going to let the players wear social justice themed mm-hmm. words on the back of their jerseys instead I'm not of their sure last name. That's names. confirmed yet. It's, I don't know if that's it's, confirmed. It's not confirmed yet. Yeah. Okay, but it's been reported heavily enough that I feel like it's it'd be cool. I think I, I think it's confirmed. They just can't wear like the last names of you know, police brutality victims. Mm-hmm. Which I think they should be able to. But regardless, I also heard on the Hoop Collective podcast, that's Brian Windhorst. Uh, he has Jackie Mack and some Texas people. And apparently, and, and uh, occasionally Royce Young makes an appearance on there. But I heard on that podcast, and he's pretty well connected, that the players are considering different things to do with their um, post-game availability which is one of their ideas to, at some point during it, mention one of these victims 
um, of police brutality. So I think that's pretty cool. I think they're going to find a way to make good out of that. But NBA aside, like we see, like there was the uh, the real estate company that's taking out the name Master Bedroom, which nobody cares about. Nobody yeah. wants, but they're it's a PR move, and they're saying like, oh no, look yeah. at us, we're on your side. But that's not <laughs> what anybody's after. Like <laughs> that, that the 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 major companies that are doing these ridiculous things is so funny to me. And I was going to mention this, Alex, when you mentioned your nay of the week. It was. Uh, did you guys see the Jersey Mike's uh, uh, fake. announcement? Fake. fake. Is it really? Yeah. Fake. Okay. Dang it. Well, anyway, it proves my but point. But it's a good example still. It's a it's, good example. So there was an actual fake, like, satirical tweet I saw that also relates to this. And it was basically like if McDonald's came out and was like, guys, we've been listening to your concerns. We understand what you're saying. The Hamburglar is now black. And everyone's like, wait, what? That's not what we, that's not what we care about. Because <laughs> the hand Black Lives Matter. Yes, and, and then they do like hashtag Black Lives Matter. It's like, okay, great. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> no, that's not the point. Yeah, not it's the not point. the point. It's just so funny that corporations are like, guys, we hear you loud and clear. Master bedrooms, no longer a thing. <laughs> ten, cents, ten cents off a burger for black people. Yeah. The Jersey Mike's one, which I the Jersey Mike's one was that they were gonna change BLT to BLM bacon lettuce mayo and that that I I thought what? it was real. I thought it was real for a second and I cracked up because I thought that was like a legitimate thing. Even though it's fake, it's still funny. It's, it's like funny. BLM, but yeah, that comes. It still, it still makes like that doesn't. Even though that's fake, there are plenty of companies that are actually doing that, and it's sure. Yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a good example of what you're talking about. Yeah, even though it's not real. It's very funny. Very funny. All right, Steve, what is your uh, name of the week? Um, people who are morally opposed to wearing masks. Mm, morally. Mm. Morally, Thank politically. Just yeah. put your mask on. It's not even like on. I tweeted kind of jokingly the other day. Like I went to I went to um, Walgreens and I put my mask on. And it, when you wear a mask, it kind of fogs your glasses up if you're also wearing glasses. Mm-hmm. So I just tweeted like, "Yeah, I wore a mask, fogged my glasses up a little bit, made my face a little bit warm. Actually, it was kind of nice. Um, please stop telling me what I have to do." Like that, that's the they're taking this moral stand against like you can't tell me I have to wear a mask when you're saving lives when you wear a mask and also it's like not that bad it's it's kind of cool you don't have to smile at people when you don't want to because they I, can't tell anything yeah it's sort of to me wearing a mask is almost like wearing uh, sunglasses in like a mm-hmm. social conversation because like they mm-hmm. can't like it 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 prevents people from seeing the small intricacies of your facial expression and me being someone who's very awkward in general in person, it's nice to mm-hmm. have that protection to where people just assume that my face is doing the right movements that is happening in a conversation when in actuality I can do whatever I want and they wouldn't know. So it's actually kind of a bonus in social right. interactions. It has a lot of bonuses and I can especially see that for someone who has an awkward face. Like Thank you. So I, I've I've taken I've taken to like when I wear my mask and I go out, 
just stare at people and I do stupid faces behind the mask, but they don't know what's going on. <laughs> and so in my head, in my head, I'm laughing my ass off, but they don't know what's going on. So but no, that's, so, that's so funny. when it when it when it comes when it comes to masks, like like the coronavirus is a I think it's a it's an indication of our selfishness or our selflessness, mm-hmm. and I exactly. and I think yeah, that it's very <laughs> yeah, and I think it's very difficult for some people. Like I think you know America, you know I love the United States. You know it is it is the greatest country. Same, you know, but I also do think that we are we are very selfish as a person as as a country. Also, you know, mm-hmm. as far as individually, because you know we're very capitalistic. And so I, I think this this type of virus or this type of situation where you have to literally care about the other person to do what is right, um, I, I think it's very difficult for us. And, and at the same time, we're not very patient. So, you know, we, we, we could have done this for about a month or two, but we didn't want to. You know, we got impatient and this is kind of where we're at now. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, just. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Like. These people that I'm, you know, calling out specifically are the ones who think this is some kind of freedom issue. Like, this is America. I'm free to do what I want. And, yeah, um, usually I guess you are. But free. Hey, killing, hey, Steve. You're Steve, killing people. Steve. Steve. You know? Steve. Steve. I, as an American, am free to choose to not wear my seatbelt. Exactly. You're, you're free to choose to punch someone in the face. You're, you're free to choose to, you know, like there's a limit on freedoms and it, it ends at the point when you're going to harm someone. And I don't think yeah. that's controversial in any way. Like that's just, it's not about you, you know, like you're probably going to be fine, but you might kill someone. So that's not. The worst possible scenario thing. for the masks is that it does nothing to help mm-hmm. cause the spread. That's like the absolute worst possible scenario. So with that in mind, it seems like if you just wear it, like there's a 99% and, chance they'll do something. And for anyone who, I don't know, can't comprehend like statistics or, or wants to ignore them or has these other news sources. I don't believe in numbers. Fine. I don't believe uh, in numbers. I, I recently came across this Twitter post and I don't recall who it's from. I retweeted it at some point, but he just did a very simple test, right? He just stood like various distances from uh, cultures where things grow from your saliva, wearing a mask and not wearing a mask. And he coughed and he shouted and he spoke and just showed the cultures after like 24 hours and they can show you where your saliva landed, basically. And it's just very clear. Like if you're wearing a mask, there was nothing on any of these cultures. And if you're not wearing a mask, like even the one where you're, it was like 12 feet away, I think, right? Or maybe nine feet. Even that one had growth on the culture because some of your saliva gets on that. So like six feet distancing is great, but it's not even going to accomplish what we need to accomplish if you're not wearing a mask. Right. Science for the win. Did you guys see that video of, um, it was like, I think it was like a Japanese um show but they they basically put this um fluorescent material on somebody's hands 
and then it, it's only fluoresces at in uh, black light. And so then they like went right. through this buffet and they like did everything as normal. They touched, they touched like the fork and like mm-hmm. the plates and so on. And then they turn off the lights and they shine the black light and it's everywhere. This one guy yeah. who had this material in his hand, it was all over the room. Like people he didn't even come in contact with had it on their hands, on their face, everywhere because it touched one other guy who then touched another guy who touched another guy. And so it just kind of shows you like, not even just with a mask, like hand sanitizing is important too, because if you touch mm-hmm. something and another guy touches something and another guy touches something, blah, 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 keep going. Even after like the third or fourth iteration of that, there's still possibility that you're Mm-hmm. infecting somebody so i mean it's both it's both hand sanitizing making sure your hands are clean um mm-hmm. and doing all that so yeah that was a very long tangent uh, like, on again, that, but i, I well, yeah definitely needs to be said again though like it's not about you you're probably going to be fine but if if you didn't know you had it and then you found out which you're never going to that you infected somebody who even infected somebody else who died You'll mm-hmm. never know that, but if you did, you'd feel terrible. So, yeah. like, know that that's possible. And secondly, Shay says he wears a mask when he goes out. He says he sanitizes his hands, and he says he wears gloves, too. And so, like, that's the level of quality of person that we're looking at for our future. Just to bring it back to the thunder a little bit. I'm so happy. He's Hell like yeah, that. dog. Hell yeah, dog. Love it. Hell yeah. All right. Well. That's a that's a good way to go out, um, and that's a, a good way to transition to my closing statements of be always be sure to wash your hands. The wash coronavirus, up. and don't forget to vote when you can. Go vote um, if you haven't already. Oklahoma they're voting uh, this Tuesday, and uh, went well. I think not too much delay and not too many problems that we've seen elsewhere but um if you're in a state that hasn't voted yet be sure to do it on your tuesday whenever that is um and as always For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.